From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you, wherever you may be around the world. Welcome to Lighthouse Live. Pastor Mike Douglas with you, along with our our producer and co-host, Elaine Harlan. And uh, just a wonderful weekend. Oh, wow. What a wonderful weekend we had uh, visiting with our friends at La Loma Grace uh, Community Church and uh, keeping our brother, uh, Joel Richards, in prayer there as he goes through some radiation treatment and uh, just uh, a wonderful time to see uh, old friends. I mean, they're not old. No, let's not start off. They're not old, you know, long-time friends there at at La Loma Grace, and that was was a great great blessing. And uh, here's something you want to put on your calendar uh, coming up. There's a fashion show, and uh, you never you, thought you'd hear Ma- never Mike out talk of about Mike's him. mouth a fat, but you know it's uh, Lee Oki, uh, one of our uh, board members, a wonderful sister in the Lord, is putting that on uh, to help uh, raise some shekels for ABC, which comes in handy from time to time. And uh, so we'd like you to put that on your calendar. Just remember, it's coming up on November sixth, Saturday, November sixth. It will be from 1 to 3 in the afternoon at the McHenry Museum. And there's a wonderful little auditorium theater yes. in the, and I never knew that. I, I I've been either. on the top level, but never in the, in the basement. And uh, anyway, it's a wonderful, wonderful place. Great venue for that. And, uh, there'll be uh, some door prizes and uh, silent auction and, uh, be a good time. So uh, again, if you're interested, the tickets are $20 per person. And, uh, I will not be, you know, fashioning anything. You're not so going it's not to scary. Model? We don't want to scare the people, oh, you know. On, that's uh, that. That would be really dysfunctional <laughs> for me. For me, <laughs> maybe even depressing. Oh, no. I don't know. Anyway, November sixth, and uh, if you'd like more information, give us a call two zero nine five four four nine five seven one. That's two zero nine five four four nine five seven one, or email us at info at vibrantcommunities.org. That's info at vibrantcommunities.org. Let's check in with our friends now from Voice of the Martyrs. What will people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? What will people do when they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with the story of Corey Tenboom, a Jesus freak and World War II hero. During the Nazi invasion of Holland, Corey and her family helped many Jews hide from the Nazi search parties. When her family is arrested and taken to Nazi death camps, only Corey survives. Despite all this, her greatest test comes years later. At a church in Munich, Corey recognizes a man coming toward her. She freezes. It's a guard from her days in the concentration camp who now wants to repent of his sins. Obeying Jesus' command to love your enemies, she takes his hand. In that moment, the old guard finds forgiveness, and Corey is finally healed from years of bitterness. For more, go online to persecution.net. 
Isn't that a wonderful thing? Mm, you know, yes. it's just uh, amazing what, what God can do in your heart, and uh, especially under under those kind of uh, conditions that leave wounds that last for uh, last for a lifetime. Hey, just a, a thank you, too, to our, our friends at uh, Modesto Christian High School, yes. the Interact Club. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Interact is? I mean, I know what you interact to interact is, but interact club. Well, please mm-hmm. share. Yeah, it, it's a it's a, a great service club for uh, for high schoolers, and I was a member of interact when I was in high school. Right which was about the time of the ark, you know, back then. <laughs> Wasn't and, gonna <clears throat> you know, say anything. No, well, no, all, all, all the all the you know athletic jocks, those guys, they were part of key club, you know. <laughs> These are the guys that had, you know, biceps like this and, uh-huh. and could throw you around and, you know, meet you by the bike rack after school and strike terror. <laughs> and the rest of us, you know, that were more uh, uh, academically Inclined. prone like me uh-huh. and, uh, you know, we, we were part of Interact, okay. you know. And, but, but hey, it was that's real, cool, too. That's, that's cool, too. Well, we weren't very cool, but... <laughs> But we got the job done anyway. I mean, the guys in Keek, now those were cool guys. I mean, the football players and the baseball players. It's and, all good. Back to internet. Yeah, I, Back to I, was, I was playing French horn, you know. You, hey, that is very I cool. mean, you know, that you look at a French cool. horn player versus a lineman, you know, or a quarterback. You played like and, Chicago, dude. You played, Chicago, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Real music. Where were you know, we? our guests in here going... <laughs> What we they? walked into the wrong <laughs> studio. I don't know what. Hey, they're old friend. No, they're, they're no, old they're long time friends. Long time friends. Yeah, yeah and, and we are going to get to them in we just are. a second. Back we are interact. so privileged. What well, anyway, Interact Club, yes. uh, Modesto Christian <laughs> High School. Just thank you so much for joining us. Uh, what about twenty, twenty-five yes. uh, high schoolers out there? And we went into the. Uh, uh, the gang areas on on the west side of Modesto, and painted out the uh, gang tagging that was on the walls, mm-hmm. and uh, some of the neighbors had some wonderful interaction with them, yes, and just a, a great way to bless uh, bless the neighborhood. So Modesto Christian, thank you so much and for thanks your to service. Thanks, Robert, for joining us. And uh, Robert, yeah. man, he's uh, he's great. I like having Robert with me. Yeah. Now, Robert probably Robert probably would have been Key Club. You know, I mean, <laughs> no Robert looks very athletic there, and and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I was glad to have Robert right by me because uh, he was he t- taking care of. A- actually, they sent Robert to keep an eye on me. I think is what they, <laughs> it was a big they did job, there. But, a tough uh, job, but somebody else. And, and by the way, we and again we mentioned this many many times. We are so privileged to partner with the University of Phoenix, yes, we are. and uh, Robert and and many of your uh, fellow students there. We are just uh, blessed to have you uh, serving with us, and and it's just a tremendous blessing and and a great service to the community as well. And we are so tremendously blessed to have back with us tonight our guest uh, from YWAM. Actually, they're family here with us. We're going to be introducing uh, them to you in just a moment after we take a a look at the opportunities from the Lindahan List from the United Way. Doctors Medical Center Foundation has a great opportunity for you to participate in recreation and social activities with Miller's Place clients. Now, we were there just last week, wasn't it? And we toured this great facility. Miller's Place is an adult daycare resource center providing specialized programs in a safe environment for adults with health or mobility restrictions, including Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, stroke-related dementia, uh, cerebral palsy, mental health issues, etc. Volunteers ages 18 years and older help clients with activities, crafts, crochet games, all kinds of recreational walks, one-to-one visits, uh, mini manicures, or just provide musical entertainment. There are endless possibilities 
dear volunteer, for you to get involved with these precious, precious lives. Creative individuals are also needed to decorate bulletin boards or make photo memory albums uh, for clients. They were even reading uh, the news to these uh, people as we were there, and it was just fun to take a tour, wasn't it, Mike? You, you know, and, and some simple things like that mm. are very important. Oh, you know, just reading the news is, you know, it, it keeps the brain going, and mm. and uh, they just do some Awesome, awesome work there. We encourage you to participate and, and volunteer there. Certainly do. Now, you should enjoy working with older adults with health and mobility restrictions or memory impairment. Uh, you must be patient and kind and pass a I guess that lets me out. That's uh, uh, a whole other story. Yeah. And you yeah. must pass a background check. That'll definitely let me out. <laughs> a TV clearance. Uh, flexible shifts are available weekdays between 10 and 4. Volunteer orientation. Job shadowing. Hmm. And ongoing training is provided. They're celebrating 35 years of service, and uh, the DMCF improves the lives of individuals and families through quality health, education, and services. I just totally endorse this and mm. hope that you have some time on your hands. And, you know, just giving a little bit of time it doesn't mean you have to take a whole chunk of your, out of your life to do this because a little goes a long, long ways. So I uh, hope that you would consider that. The Houston Family Resource Center, uh, you can advocate for youth and community services while building your leadership skills as a youth council member. Volunteers ages 13 to 18, you can be very young and get involved with this. You needed to develop an action plan for the underage drinking prevention initiative, yes, and deliver it to the community. Uh, provide presentations, uh, advocating youth and program services, plan and implement youth leadership activities in surrounding communities, recruit and develop other youth leaders, and lots, lots more. Youth and adults uh, are also needed to staff and uh, the center's computer center uh, to assist the public and monitor computers, facility during operations, provide child care, clerical assistance, and help with community events such as the Harvest of Promise. It's coming up on October 16th, very quickly, around the corner actually. The Houston Family Resource Center is a nonprofit family resource center, and their goal is the prevention of child abuse and family violence and the effects of poverty and unhealthy lifestyles. So that's another way in which you might get involved. The Stanislaus County Health Services Agency, providing health services to seniors at the annual Public Health Services Senior Flu Clinics. Volunteers are needed to greet the public in a courteous manner, distribute flu shot information, assist staff with registration, prepare receipts, and direct the public to flu clinic nurses. Volunteers should be at least 18 years old. You want to be friendly, always that. And great communication skills, responsible, and you might need to stand for long periods of time. Licensed registered nurses, we call them RNs, are also needed to administer flu vaccine, fill syringes, take medical history, uh, provide health education, and, and make patients just generally feel at ease before they get shot with one of those needles. But anyway, uh, flu clinics are open now through the end of December at various times and location. The HSA is a network of outpatient medical programs and services, uh, providing health care information and support to the community. We network with lots of those great people. We know Dr. John Walker over there, and they just do a fabulous job. So yeah. you might want to... Uh, volunteer in some of those kinds of ways. And, of course, if you have any questions on these things, call Barbara Borba. She's at 209-524-1307, extension 113, or email Barbara. She's at bborba at uastand.org. 
we, uh, we have some real needs here at the uh, AVC. You might check out our website. Rides to kidney uh, dialysis appointments, big right now. We have a 72-year-old woman in Escalon. She has cancer, by the way, and she needs to go to uh, Oakdale um, for her treatment center is on F Street, and she gets her treatments on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 8.30 in the morning. Uh, so she needs rides uh, to that. Also, an Empire man lives in Ceres, and he needs to go to uh, the Ceres Davida Center on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays are his scheduled treatments, and they begin at 1.30. If you can provide any of these rides, any of these needs for transportation, uh, maybe you can team up with someone else. That would be a great, great thing, just giving a ride to someone to these life-giving treatments. That's a wonderful thing. We have a mom with four kids. Dad is incarcerated, and they need stuff. What kind of stuff? Refrigerator, beds, four of them actually, dressers and a sofa. Uh, we need a gas stove, two of them actually for a family. Friends, if you want to make the donation, we'll make the delivery. Sounds like pizza, doesn't it? But it's not. It's, it has a nice ring to it. it yeah. We've got the furniture, friends, to deliver, so uh, give us a call, and that's uh, 209-544-9571, and we'll make those connections for you. Well, the boys are back. I think there was a song like that once upon a time. <laughs> the boys are back in town. And First at Chicago, yeah, and now it's now the boys it's, are okay, back. You know, but, uh, indeed, yeah. some of our very favorites tonight are here, and we just want to warmly welcome. Uh, I tell you, the, our, our hearts just are, are, are warmed whenever we uh, have Jimmy and Sestar and Kelly and Aaron Alford into the studio. Welcome, guys, and, and Kelly just... Uh, Welcome to Lighthouse Live. Now, this is your first time in our new place, mm -hmm. but uh, certainly not your first time to Lighthouse Live. YWAM, Youth with a Mission. Yes. Welcome back. Thank you. Mm. You know, and, and, and friends, I, you may be listening, you know, in Lower Slobovia, wherever you might be. I, th th these, I mean, th these guys and gals are the real thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, when, when you talk about... Authentic, genuine, you know, sacrifice and get out there and just do what, what God has wired you to do. You know, these, these people are tremendously gifted and it's been a wonderful partnership, you it know, over has. the years and, and a blessing to be able to, uh, to work with you. So welcome and Thank great you. to have you back. And I know you've got some adventures, uh, coming up and uh, we want to hear about all of that. Big time. Yes. You know, scripture tells us to weep with those who weep and rejoice with those who rejoice. And I feel a little bit of both right now. <laughs> because, you know, it's great to have you guys in because usually you take off and you visit other places like Thailand because that's big on our mind right now. And Jimmy, Kelly, you want to tell us a little bit of why we're talking about Thailand tonight? Who wants to go first? It doesn't matter. Well, we're heading to Thailand. <laughs> kind of permanently, huh, Kelly? <laughs> yeah, we're committing to two years there uh, for right now. We'll see what God has planned after after two years. I was just talking with my little boy about that tonight. He was asking me what we're going to do after that. And I said, I don't know. We'll see what God has planned. <laughs> so we're headed to Thailand. Um, as YWAM Modesto, we're uh, an arm of YWAM Modesto reaching to Thailand. And uh, we'll be working in a, a small town called Mesat. It's on the border of Thailand and Burma. It's in Thailand. And um, working with an organization called Compasio. And um, Compasio uh, started, um, basically, they were 
concerned about uh, women and children at risk. Mm-hmm. So that's where their main focus is, although they... Um, they they are involved in many men's lives as well. <laughs> at risk for what, Kelly? Uh, well, on the border there, there's a a big risk for um, human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the sex sex slave yes. se- sex trade industry mm-hmm. is is big mm-hmm. in that area. And you guys have been involved with that very issue now for some time, have you not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, give us a. I, I know. Uh, Jimmy, over the years that you've talked to us about this, you made visits. Uh, let's go back and just talk about how, how God touched your heart and, and what you saw and uh, how he began to speak to you and say, man, this is where I want you to go for a while. Okay, well, that uh, about 45 minutes. That's all right. <laughs> uh, about four years ago, a good friend of ours uh, had been working in Thailand and shared um, – at our church and just told stories about um, young women that he met um, that had been taken out of the horrible life of prostitution and shared about how it, how it works. It's very corrupt and evil. It's a trapping thing. It's uh, they, these men go after uh, even little girls in most of the, well, all the families are very poor and they make promises to give them an, an education or a good life in Bangkok. Well, what happens then is they get them addicted to drugs and uh, dependent on them and then they end up either um, being captive to prostitution or slave labor of another kind. Um, so as he shared, it just, uh, it just broke our hearts. And um, I had heard a little bit about it, but I didn't know it was an over $2 billion a year industry. Um, <clears throat> I, I, th- I'm not sure that might just be in Asia, actually, mm-hmm. that number. I'm, I'm not sure. But um, I remember looking at Kelly, my wife, mm-hmm. and my brothers, Chris and Aaron, and saying, we're going to go. Mm-hmm. And they said, and they were saying it with me, you know. So yeah. we made our first trip in 06. And um, speaking for myself, it felt like this is more than just a one-time thing. Yeah. Um, and that was with uh, an organization in Chiang Mai. It was great, wonderful work that they're doing. wasn't quite um, the one that God wanted us to grow with. Um, and then through relationship, we ran into Compasio, who works on the border of Burma. And it's more of a um, kind of preventative. preventative. Yeah, yeah, not so much intervention, but rather prevention focus. Now, Jimmy, at the time that you were there uh, speaking of this, had you guys had the children, the three children that you have now? Mm-hmm. And their names are, again, Zion. I remember that was Zion. Mila. Mila is nine. Zion is seven. And Gabriel is five. I love those names. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. And well, so as, as, as you talk to your, uh, to your children, what, what did you tell them? I mean... Uh, we talked to God. We're moving. You know, I mean, you know, <laughs> obviously, it probably went a little deeper than that. Great opportunity to give a life lesson and, and what it means to really follow God and take up your cross and all of that. What did you do as mom with your with your kids when you uh, kind of gave them the vision here? Well, um, my husband had been there. Jimmy had been there twice before, and last year I went, um, and so the kids. Had have for years now have been hearing stories 
uh, about the kids in Thailand and they've seen pictures and we've prayed for the kids and, you know, we've explained to them, um, these kids living on the street don't, they don't have a mommy and daddy that take care of them. They don't have food to eat. They don't get to go to school and just those simple things they can understand. And, um, so, um, it, it was in January of this year, we actually went to Thailand with our three children for three months and, um, they were really excited to go. They were really excited and, um, they like Thai food. So <laughs> they were, so when we, um, when we got there, it was really exciting for them to meet these kids that they'd been praying for and that they'd seen pictures of. And it was a great experience for all of us. Um, especially for them because their eyes were really open. I feel like they've gotten, a, a good, a good sense of what the world is like more than mm. they would if they, you know, just stayed here and, you know, hadn't seen the things that they, that they've seen. And so when we, um, when we came back to California, they cried and cried. <laughs> they wanted to stay. Really? Yeah. yeah. They awesome. just, wow. they made lifelong friends there and they mm. really loved their friends there. And, um, they really just liked the place. It was, it's a great place. It's the people friendly for the most part. And so, um, telling them that we were going back, that we were moving there, they were really excited. It wasn't a hard thing at all to tell them that. Now, how about you, Kelly is, and, and what, what are the age ranges we're talking about of these, these girls that are, are uh, being trafficked? Okay. And boys. And yeah, boys. And boys. Mm-hmm. Um, well on the, um, in, in Mesot there, the age ranges are probably from I don't know. Like Gosh, you say, two um, to fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I would is say. that right? Yeah. Two years that old. That young? That my goodness. Yeah. That amazing. My so goodness. what? What did that do to your your mom's heart when when you saw that? Oh, it's hard to see. Mm. It's hard to see a little, you know, tiny um, children being carried around by their six or eight year old brother or sister, mm-hmm. and no care no parental care given, you know, they're just roaming the streets freely and, um, that is hard to see. Amen. Well, Aaron, uh, you've, uh, been a while since, uh, we, we've talked to you yeah. guys. And, uh, I think last time YWAM was here, I was in Thailand. Yes. Yeah, I think, yes, I, I think were. so. Yeah. Yes, we what, missed you. What, uh, what perspectives do you have to bring to this as, as you're, you're blessing, blessing your brother and sister here as they're getting ready to go? Uh, well, just as, as they're telling their story, I'm just reminded of, um, how, how, how deeply effective uh, friendship can be because mm-hmm. it was uh, through an old friendship that Chris had that we made contact with Compasio, um, with Al there. And um, then just over the years, this friendship between YWAM Modesto and us as the individuals of YWAM Modesto and Compasio and the individuals that, that work there, uh, those friendships have been building. And so it's such a natural, a natural evolution mm-hmm. uh, for this to to be happening, and I pretty much saw this coming a long time ago. As far as these guys taking off on us, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's been it's been awesome to to watch how God reveals His His calling and His uh, vocation yes. in your yes. life through friendship and through mm-hmm. relationship and through community. So 
It is a calling, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Nothing better than to be in that sweet spot, as we say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Elena, I, th- I think, Aaron, you've, you've hit on something here that, that we very much appreciate in, in what we do uh, around the city, and, and that is the relationships mm-hmm. that God provides. You know, I think in our Western world we get so caught, and, you know, strategies are important. I understand that. Okay, programs yeah. are important. I understand that. Uh, but... You know, the priority that God gives relationships, mm-hmm. first of all, between him and us, yeah. uh, but then secondarily, you know, the relationship within the body and mm-hmm. the relationship that he gives us with the non-believing community that, mm-hmm. that's hurting, man, he leverages those relationships like crazy. And, yeah. and, and if I think if we're unwilling to, to get up close and personal and to start to know people, we, mm-hmm. we kind of choke God out of the process, don't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. How have those relationships, uh, I know you guys have just done wonderful things here in our city. Talk a little bit about uh, relationships and how important they are to getting what God wants to get done. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> where to begin? Uh, it's it's the foundation of what we do as YWAM and who we are as YWAM is maybe more accurate uh, here in Modesto. Is um, That's always been our mandate is to not be... Uh, like you said, there's there's great programs in the city and things like that, but our mandate has always been to go to the people that um, maybe fall through the cracks or or don't know about what's out, what's out there and start from the place of friendship. Uh, so whether it's on Ninth Street or in Mesot in Thailand, uh, it's starting with very simple relationship building and um, being quiet long enough to hear somebody else's story mm. and let mm. them know that you are interested in in who they are as a person, not just as a notch on your belt for having done something Amen. Amen. good or whatever. Preach it, brother. But to yes. actually, to actually build or build a true friendship, not just a a, a quote unquote ministry uh, friendship mm-hmm. that only maybe goes so far, but actual friendship. And uh, to see that, um, whether it's on Ninth Street or uh, in Thailand, that's what helped our hearts as YWAM Modesto connect with Compassio is to see that. They have a very similar, uh, very similar mandate that they want to build compassion and build relationship and friendship, and that's how Compassio's done so much of what they've done. And we've seen you guys on Ninth Street, so we know, we know that you have that compassion. As uh, as you've spent time in Thailand, all three of you, uh, how, how does the government, the local officials, uh, how, how do they look upon you and, and this effort? Is it kind of below the radar screen, or you have their blessing, or how does that work? Or should we even talk about we that? We just go and do what we do. <laughs> okay. Um, right. It. Maybe it'd be helpful to explain why all these kids are running the street. Sure, yeah, um, in Burma, uh, they have the probably the most wicked military regime uh, on the planet. Uh, they control the nation. Uh, it's illegal to have a camera in Burma. Um, you, it's just absolute control in the city. You do what you're told. People don't talk to each other uh, because there's so much military intelligence everywhere. Uh, just oppressive. On the border of Thailand, it's countryside, and it's mostly the Karen people or the Aka people or Shan people. Um, they've been there for thousands of years, and the military is trying to take their land, and they, they murder uh, men, women, and children. And it's just absolutely horrific. 
So you've got people running for their lives and people also trying to have some sort of freedom to make their own life, you know, uh, make their own money, have their own house. So the UN will allow only a certain amount of refugees per year. So these are people that are sub-refugee. They can't get refugee status. They have no papers indicating uh, what where they belong. Like they have no ID. They have they don't exist basically. Prime opportunity for people to snatch them up or mm-hmm. control them, manipulate them, keep them pushed down. They have no voice whatsoever. So these children are a product of absolute hopelessness, mm. really. Um, so I don't really care what the local officials <laughs> say. <laughs> now, we obviously will be respectful, um, and they respect us. So on one hand, the, those people don't belong in Thailand. They're there illegally. Mm. On the other hand, it's a problem, and somebody's got to do something about it. So right. I believe that the white faces they see doing good things and helping um, – they know they're trying, so they leave them alone, even though it's not necessarily in the best interest for the Thai government to have that many Burmese people there illegally. I think they recognize that we're doing something. The non-Asian people, you know, the, we're just trying to help. So is there so. border patrol like mm-hmm. we see it here? Is it kind of structured that same way? Similar, yeah. Guys that look like they're 13 carrying machine guns and just yes. walking along the, the river. Oh, and, okay. Uh, but, you know, you've got it on the Burma side and on the Thai side, and they're generally friendly, and it's kind of a right. um, – just they kind of just know – the score. You know? And then every so often they'll do, like the police will do a sweep through the city and basically round up um, uh, mostly women and children that mm-hmm. are, are are illegals, have them in these uh, packed like animals into um, these trucks, and then they're, they're in jail overnight and they're shipped back over to Burma the next day. Uh, then the cycle starts all over again. People come over the river and, you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's so bad in Burma, there is a garbage dump on the border where about 300 people live because it's better to live on garbage than it is to live in Burma. In Thailand, yeah, than in Burma. So, Which is one place we have started working there, too. Wow. <laughs> oh, amazing. There's so much more. Wow. I'm so glad that you guys are, are here with us this week. Well, we've invited Leland with a special guest, Brandon Heath. I told you we had a special song for you. Um, to uh, be our musical guest. And, and the song this week, guys, is called Follow You. And I can't help but believe that uh, they had you guys on when they did this song. It truly fits. I hope you love it as much as we do. And we'll meet you back here, friends, uh, on Lighthouse Light right after. You live among the least of Tragedy for me to turn away. All my needs you have supplied. When I was dead, you gave me life. How could I not give it away so? Bro! 
that just grips the very heart of a follower of Jesus Christ. Yeah, a couple lines in there that uh, from James, of course, faith without works is dead. And we, we've, we've plumbed that one pretty well around here and, and uh, believe that to be true. And then, you know, but intellectually, you know, you can wrap your head around give all myself to you. But, you know, when, when you actually translate to the heart thing, and you really do that, God takes you some places that, I mean, 25 years ago, I didn't even know what a Modesto was. You know? <laughs> now you are one. Now I are one, I think. Uh, <laughs> so, and, and I was just thinking how, how God has played out those principles in, in your lives, uh, Aaron and, and Jimmy and Kelly, in just a, a wonderful way. Uh, Kelly, talk a little bit about the approach that you take as, as you begin to interact with these uh, kids and, and, and the people involved. Uh, you land there, you're walking around, kind of walk us through the encounters, how they happen, and, and how, what you do in response to God's leading. Okay. Um, well, I don't speak Thai or Burmese, so <laughs> it involves a lot of funny faces and hand gestures. <laughs> And, um, right now there is a, as far as, uh, meeting up with the street kids, the kids living on the street, there's a drop-in center right now where the kids come and they eat there and you can play games with them. They get to watch cartoons and just be kids for mm, a couple of hours good. during the day. Yeah, mm. it's great. And, um, it's really fun that kids that are 14 or 15, they just want to sit with you. They want to... Um, you know, they want to play a game, a, a silly little game, you know, just mm. because they never really have had the chance to be little kids and just play and have that time to be a kid. So um, it's fun. Before they had the drop-in center, um, we would meet the kids at a restaurant that was actually run by a Muslim woman. And she was feeding the kids even before Compasio came along. And um, so we would meet the kids there and just, you know, we would take, um, 
stuff to make bracelets. We'd make the bracelets with kids, with the cool. kids, or um, you know, let them take pictures with our cameras or color. Yeah, just silly little things that go, like you said, go a long, long way. Yes. And they just the main thing that um, the main thing is just time, just mm. spending time with them. That's what they want. Yeah, looking into their eyes yes. and letting them know you're important, mm. even if it's just for an hour. Or a few minutes, I want to be with you, and I want to know who you are and what you like. And um, so, I think that that's the approach. Just um, relationship, like we were talking about before. And, and it sounds like they're starving for a safe relationship yes. that won't be abusive. Yeah. I would imagine sometimes that takes a while, right, to to establish that yeah, relationship. Yeah. And truth. Are they searching mm. for truth? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Kids 14 or 15 starving to sit down and talk with you. You know, I mean, so, mm-hmm. so often you get these monosyllabic answers, <laughs> you know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, but I just find that, that very interesting. Probably something that they haven't experienced much, at, at least in a, in a safe environment. And now, does, does word get around the street? Does, uh, I mean, imagine word of mouth. Jimmy's has got to be pretty amazing. We drove a, I think it was an, Mid '60s model Land Rover, we <laughs> yeah, still made with rivets and everything. Well, yeah, was it in good style. condition? And it, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. it was very distinct. It's the only one there, and has a medic cross on it. So it was a classic. Yes, yes. Those kids could see that coming yeah. miles away. Mm. And if we went out as a family, when we came back to our car, sometimes it would be full of street kids. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, yeah. you had passengers. A lot of work to get the kids out of the car, and you know, learning Burmese and. It was just very different, but cool. Is it an easy indie. language to to learn? To it, it's huh. no? absolutely Aaron's ridiculous. Going, oh no! So it's Lord ridiculous. No. <laughs> wow. Kelly's going to focus on Thai, and I'm going to focus on Burmese, so we can work together. But wow! I'm sure I now, to explode too. now, are you taking a formal approach to that, or yes. how, how, yeah. yeah? So. Uh, so next time when when we visit in a couple of years, like you, it'll you be can really help fluent, us. right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What what uh, what kind of reactions uh, do you get on the initial contacts? I mean, you're 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 on the ground there. You're you're establishing initial relationships. Are they uh, looking at you with a little bit of scants? I mean, what what happens initially? You can make silly faces for so long, mm. and. Um, if the goal is build, building relationships with people, you've got to do something if you don't speak the language. Jimmy, are um, you good at that? Uh, well, yeah. I, I, I got to a place where, honestly, yeah, yeah, because word does get around. You are the comedian, right? I remember yeah. this. That's Aaron. Uh, they expected us to feed them wherever we were. Yeah. Then they demanded for us to feed them. Uh-huh. We were trying to establish that the food happens at the drop-in center. When we mix with you in the marketplace, we're being your friend. Mm-hmm. And... um we can't feed everybody every moment of the day. Um, so there was even a reaction one day where one of the mothers was furious with us, was yelling for us to go away. And um, we stuck by her and held her hand. And it took a while for her to understand that we were wanting to know her, know the man in her life, know the children. So we just started picking up objects and asking them how to say them in Burmese. And um, after an hour and a half, she was laughing and mm. it starting to understand, oh, there's more than just a mm-hmm. relief. Because the there's so many so many people there that all they're doing is is the relief and handouts and stuff right. like that. But there's not necessarily a lot of people that are 
wanting to be involved in relating your life to her and who you are. Yeah. Yes. You know what? I think that's one of the hallmarks, uh, your, your trademarks, uh, in, in YOM and, and individually is your commitment to longevity, to, to hang in there, uh, to stay there, to, to not do what I call hit and run evangelism. You know, I think that's highly counterproductive. Uh, yes, I love uh, don't send the cards and letters. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, okay. Know. I think it's more effective to go long term, establish the relationships. I think at this point we should all say hi to Chris because Chris Whitler is listening. Yes, hey, yes. Chris. hi Chris. Hi, Amy. Well, yes, Amy, all the kids that are, are, are there because he's so gracious to babysit tonight. <laughs> yes, Uncle Chris. Now, what's Chris going to do? Chris, are you listening? <laughs> Without you guys, cry a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris he and I will. Chris and I will stay here and just have a morning session for probably a good couple of weeks. Pity party? No. You are rejoicing, though. I know you are. Oh, we're really happy that they're leaving. (laughs) 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 Absolutely. Yeah. No, it is. Well, like you you were saying, it it is pretty bittersweet. And as the time draws closer where they're actually going to be leaving, that becomes a little more Mm -hmm. profound because. I, like I said, I, I've seen this coming for a long time, you guys. And <laughs> uh, I, it just—it's such a right fit for them to be going mm-hmm. there, and the timing and everything could not be better. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, it's uh, at the same time we are remaining in relationship. It's not like they're—they've quit YWAM Modesto and now they're doing something else. Right, right. But there's an ongoing relationship that's that's going to be there and uh i'm already planning my next uh trip to thailand with my mm. hopefully taking my mom and dad this time oh, good. in the new year so it's just going to be a couple of months till i see you guys again and yeah well you know can you imagine uh two millennia ago you know the the people are kind of sitting around there in antioch and paul and barnabas are saying well you know so what we're here they're going you're going where mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I mean, this has been going on for a couple hundred years. It sounds yeah. like Kelly's grandmother's reaction. Oh, is that? <laughs> you know, and I was just wondering, Paul and Boris, those guys, did we ever second-guess God in our decisions to go to Thailand? Or mm-hmm. when, when God says go, do we ever second-guess that? And I'm thinking of that in my own life and our dealings here at ABC. And sometimes it's, I mean, that's a real question. That's a real thought yeah. that yeah. I have. Do you guys ever think that? Well, it's this the it comes back to relationship again as far as uh, assurance in that second guessing is uh in the close closeness of community mm-hmm. when you're experiencing those questions you're looking at the the community that you're going into and and uh, are you known there and uh, you know uh if there's an invitation there that comes from a, a deep heart of friendship then that will that will help get you through those. Now, Jimmy, when you step doubts. on that plane, is not the time to sing. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, two, two years ago, we almost moved there. Actually, uh-huh. uh, yeah, crisis pulled us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, stirred that pot again. We already knew God was doing something, mm-hmm. but the cyclone that hit um, Burma, which you hear yes, it called Myanmar. Right. Yes, um, there were fifty orphans that were coming mm-hmm. into Thailand, and they asked us to come and help, and we were going to do it. And mm-hmm. uh, just God proved throughout that it wasn't the time. Mm. And and those kids ended up 
being placed in homes and it was it all worked out mm-hmm. but but it is cool to see god's hand in even the timing um not just provision uh financially but the timing the, the ages of our kids the mm-hmm. people that we've met the stages that compassio has gone through and it's just awesome other affirmations and yeah things. oh yeah awesome. totally cool mm-hmm. totally cool and, and like aaron said you know having our community here just Pushing yeah. us, you know, and like not, pushing not like, you away, not like getting out of, you out of the <laughs> country. <laughs> yeah, just saying, oh yeah, that's totally God. I confirm, you know, mm, and just yeah. Well, I think too that that's what uh, uh, the writer had in mind when he he talked about not forsaking the assembling together. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that it's the rule to show up to church on Sundays. It you know, it's it's that. Fellowship together yeah. that provides those affirmations. Yeah, man, I, I hear God saying that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and that's, uh, I don't know how you guys hear God, you know, but I think we all sometimes audibly. hear that. Uh, you, you audibly. All the time. Yeah. In my cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. J- Jimmy's sitting there, you know, with his, with his snap pop. With his And all those Rice Krispies started to form the word <laughs> Burma. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we'll get cards and letters on that one too. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sure. Yeah, right. we'll send them to Thailand. We knew you were We rejoice in in uh, in this new adventure that that God has you on. Just just because we know you know how you're wired and and the deep part that you have for God and to follow Him uh, seriously wherever He wants you to go. Let's talk a couple of minutes in our remaining minutes about what's happening here in Modesto mm-hmm. uh, with YWAM and and you guys. I mean, you know, Ninth Street has been a Tremendous, uh, tremendously changed by you guys just being present, hanging out there. Tell us what's happening here. Well, um, gosh, uh, I thought we were just going to talk about Thailand. So, uh, okay. God, um, God changed gear. I'm going to blame that on him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I was actually, I was just last night looking at, uh, some old journals that I kept, uh, that I keep and, uh, we often will will take a a group that's visiting and do a barbecue down on South Ninth Street, and uh, you know our 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 thought is not so much to just just do a, a food handout, but just to have, make an opportunity, create an opportunity where people can hang out hang out together. And so, two years ago um, this month, uh, a team from my home church in Canada came, and uh, we actually did. We did two little barbecues with them. We did one on the the night they arrived. We did a little barbecue on South Ninth Street, and uh, I very briefly met. I re- wrote my journal. Um, met this guy. I think his name was Bob, and uh, uh, he seems he seems cool. He really was was really appreciative, and he's staying at such and such motel. And then um, two years later, uh, Bob's actually like one of our best friends, and. Uh, He's not on Ninth Street, and uh, he's uh, doing really well. Like, uh, but it's been this this process of friendship for him, and um, yeah, I I maybe speak hesitantly because I don't want don't want to talk about Bob like he's a project or something like that. But uh, it's a true friendship that formed awesome. uh, out of a, a hamburger together. Mm. So. Little things. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, so over much. over time, just being on Ninth, just getting to know him when we when he'd come out to our our little uh, uh, bread and coffee that we do every week, um, 
it was just, it's just been a process of getting to know somebody better and and them allowing uh Bob allowing us to go deeper into his life and you know open up and find healing and and all that stuff and because there were so many issues in his life i didn't we talk about this once before it, I probably think? Yes. yeah well yeah and that's another i think and we didn't talked about i talked to you about so. a book yes 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 yeah uh are you re- <laughs> that, that coming along <laughs> It, it's coming well. Okay, <laughs> because I'll probably ask you about yeah. that again. <laughs> yeah, that's coming. Good. Uh, but yeah, like it's it's just amazing to see um, how simple things can be effective. Um, we, uh, as far as what we do on Ninth Street this week uh, or right now, what we do is uh, we go each week on Friday mornings. We usually get there about ten thirty or so, and we have some bread that uh, O'Brien's donates to us. And uh, thank you, O'Brien. Yes, we thank love you them. very yes, much. Yes, and uh, then we have a couple of coolers where we have some hot water, and so we can make hot chocolate or coffee or mochas or whatever, and then just mm-hmm. sort of hang out. We have some tables there and some chairs, and we just sort of sit down and and try to create a safe place where people can feel free to be and uh, know that. Uh, there are people there that will listen to their story or just just talk about nothing for a while. You nothing know? like it. <laughs> nothing yeah. like it. Can I interject it. something? Sure. Friday, just this past Friday, I met up with them down there and or went with them. There's a guy down there who, if you just look at him, he looks just like a hardened criminal, you know, just a tough-looking guy. But he always flashes a smile at you. Mm-hmm. and uh, But he knows the street. You can tell, you know. And he comes up wearing socks with two different flip-flops on mm-hmm. and I think a pair of shorts that were all ripped up and dirty, nothing else. And uh, he got his coffee and he was just very friendly, got a few things. And he started to walk away and he turned to Chris and said, you know, this is the safest place on Ninth Street right now. Wow. And just wow. broke into tears. Wow. Just mm-hmm. broke into tears and Chris mm-hmm. embraced him and mm-hmm. off he went. And it was just a moment of mm-hmm. clarity and peace for him and... That's huge. That's the first I've heard this story. It's awesome. Wow. Thanks. You know, and there's a dynamic playing here, I think, that that we often miss in our goal-oriented version, and and not that goals are bad either, Mm -hmm. but, you know, we often, well, you know, give the diagnostic question and get the answer, and Mm -hmm. as you say, you know, put another notch in your... And your gun belt on that, but it, it's a process. Mm-hmm. It, it it really is. I mean, oftentimes, especially you know, with, with folks who've who've endured a lot of pain and uh, have good solid reason for not trusting mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people, it's it's a process of of seeing God with skin on through you guys down mm-hmm. there, and and your willingness to hang with them and just be there. And, and, and to let God roll through that, you know, we, we need to let that happen. I think so often mm-hmm. we're trying to push things. We're trying to push things and get results so quickly. That's like, you know, yeah. God taking that, his time through you to develop those relationships. I mean, goodness sakes, you know, yeah. we're, we're certainly not finished. Yeah. You know, in the process of sanctification in this, well, maybe you are, Elaine. Maybe <laughs> oh, you're, no. you're, you're really cool with God and I'm just, you know, in Stop process, that. but no. no, no, I'm just no. being, 
something facetious. You're but something, yeah. all right. We don't know what. <laughs> well, yet. and God hasn't decided that either. He's, <laughs> he's still living. We're all on but the same. I, I just think that's so important. Want to affirm you, and 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 you know yes. what? We we learn a lot yes. from you guys from from oh, watching what you love do, you and guys. and we say, wow, you know, we we need to learn some lessons there. So mm-hmm. I just want to thank you for that because yeah. uh, you know we're we're watching you too, and and we're learning from you. You're so welcome. The world is that. watching. Aren't they? <laughs> Amen. You know, we're told Amen. that in the scriptures. They are watching. And I, I have to interject just how much, uh, talking about um, building relationship and also how that goes for different people in, the, in this area doing different works. When we first uh, started out here, uh, we weren't aware of a lot of the things that were going on, a lot of people that were doing things in our city. So you can often feel very isolated that way. And uh, particularly with, with you guys, I just have to say, like, uh, we've been so blessed and so impressed by the work that you're doing and um it's been a great great thing to have you guys in our life too so and that's how the body of christ is supposed to work isn't yeah it? and it's, we're all just doing our different jobs and and, mm-hmm. and following god's cue We've got a couple minutes left uh i imagine you'd probably welcome some prayer right mm-hmm. uh, undergirding as as you're going out there mm-hmm. can you give us some specifics what are you uh yeah what, what are you what are you looking yeah. for what can we? What can our people start praying for you? Well, uh, don't be shy. Safety, uh, wisdom, yeah. and ten thousand more dollars. So. <laughs> you know, specific is good. <laughs> we get ten thousand three hundred. You know, that is very good. That is good. That but is but good. you know, he's provided uh, the first half that we need, and he can do mm. the rest. It's not mm. a big deal for him. But uh, we want to stay focused on what is priority. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron, would you mind just leading us in a prayer? Oh, sure. For, uh, for our, our brother and sister here, Jimmy and Kelly, as they get ready to go. Absolutely. God, thank you for um, for the Sustar family. Yes. And uh, what a incredible uh, gift they have been to, to me personally, uh, to this city, and um, to everyone that has had the pleasure of encountering them. And uh, just pray that your blessings on them as they prepare to leave. Let every need be covered. Let every uh, aspect of this trip, from the finances to the relationships involved, um, be blessed and uh, be even more than what they what they could have even planned on. And just bless them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And so next time we see them... Um, Kelly, you're going to be fluent in Thai, right? And uh, Jimmy's <laughs> yeah. going to be just spouting off Burmese, Absolutely. like, uh, like, uh, yeah. And it was amazing as you think through. I, I mean, I'm thinking through the arts, and out of Burma has come some tremendous artistic mm-hmm. things. Uh, the the Burmese puppets mm-hmm. uh, that uh, you know. That, I mean, you look at some of the connection uh, connection collections around the United States. Yeah. There are some tremendous works of art. Mm-hmm. You know that have that have come out out of that area, and, and so you know we're talking about some some nasty stuff that's happening, but you're also going into an area where, you know, God has has, has allowed His artistic stuff yeah. to really explode too over the over the time. Yeah, the people are incredible. Yeah, uh, the the Thai people and the Burmese people are are beautiful in every way. So. Well, that that's a, a wonderful thing. Hope you guys get a chance to enjoy yourselves while mm-hmm. you're there and take in some of that. Want to ask you: Is there a way that you guys can be accessed while you're there? Website, address, phone numbers, carrier also. pigeon, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yes. All of the above. What would that be, Jimmy? <laughs> well, we keep a blog. Uh, you can read about our adventures 
last January to April on there now. And it's tricky. I was in a hurry and I didn't notice <laughs> that what it offered me as a name. No excuse. But it's no, www. Okay. No dot. Oh, okay. really? It flashed up and I didn't notice there was no dot and I said, yeah, that's the one. Missing a dot? Missing, there's no dot. We so don't need it. You don't even need www.sustai.blogspot.com, which is S-U-S-T-H-A-I.blogspot.com. Say that again, please. www, there is no dot, S-U-S-T-H-A-I. Dot blogspot.com. And ywammodesto.org. Oh, That's right. Yes. org And uh, your prayers welcomed, your financial contributions as well to yes. uh, to bless them. Uh, thank you, brothers Very and sisters, for joining us. Thank Jimmy you. and Kelly Sestar and Aaron, uh, we just love you and our blessings and love and prayers go with you. Dear listeners, wherever you are, we thank you for joining us. And until next time, God bless you too. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, we're